Those of you who know me from um, St. Michael's and in my younger days know that I used to preach by walking around. But I found as I age, um, the memory is starting to go and the concentration level, and that's part of um, what I'm dealing with in, in a, an illness that I have. So I find that I need to um, write my homily. The Son of Man is coming at a time you least expect. None of us can tell when dramatic change might enter our lives. In fact, there are two kinds of days. Days which unfold according to plan and days which change everything. 9-11 was a day of the latter type for our country. Which one of us getting out of bed that morning could have predicted the dramatic event that would change forever our nation? And yet, for each one of us, there have been days or will be days of crisis that will just as profoundly affect our lives as 9-11 affected the soul of our country. A day in which a son or daughter is in a serious automobile accident. A day on which our spouse files for divorce. A day on which the results of the test for cancer comes back positive. These days of crisis change our lives forever. Frequently, they come without warning. The gospel today says that we should be prepared, that we should be ready and alert for such days. But how can we prepare for the unknown? How can we pre prepare in a realistic and healthy way? This is an important question because knowing the days of crisis that will certainly come, we can all too easily become overwhelmed with fear. So how do we prepare for those days of crisis in a way that will help us rather than harm us? I can never ask that question without thinking of Carol. Carol was a woman of faith that I came to know while serving at a parish in Bensonville in the early 1990s. She was a woman in her late 40s, bright, funny, with three adult children. I liked Carol a lot and had a deep respect for her. She was very involved in the life of her family and of our church community. It was while I knew her that Carol had her day of crisis. While shopping one day in the supermarket, she fell and was unable to get up. After numerous medical examinations, she was diagnosed with a rare muscle disorder. It was not fatal, but within a matter of weeks, it moved her ability to walk. I watched Carol deal with the crisis. I watched her, now in a wheelchair, reassemble her life. 
recommit herself to her family and to her church community, and find a new way of living. But although I am sure that there were many days she had internal struggles, I was particularly amazed by her, with her ability to remain positive and optimistic. One day after a church meeting, I could not resist but ask her, Carol, how do you do it? How do you remain so positive and optimistic? She must have anticipated my question, for she had a ready answer. It's not easy, she said. I routinely fight a battle against self-pity. But what I find most helpful to me is the question of fairness. Fairness, I asked. Fairness, she said. When I met Tom, my husband, the love of my life and my foundation, I did not ask God, why did this happen to me? I accepted him as a gift, as a gift for my future. When I had three healthy children over the years, watched them grow into amazing adults, I did not ask God, why did this happen to me? I accepted it as a grace in my life. As I met my lifelong friends and found in each one of them a blessing and a way to open a new aspect of my life and personality, I did not ask God, why did this happen to me? I accepted each relationship as a gift. So how can I now, sitting in this wheelchair, and ask God, why is this happening to me? I am always surprised by the twists and turns of life. But when you look at it all, there is so much more good than bad. I know that it is by being thankful for the good things that I find the strength to deal with the rest. To live any other way is dishonest and ultimately unfair. Today, to this day, I am not sure that I could live Carol's faith as well as she did. I am facing several medical concerns and problems right now, but I know in my deepest soul that she is right. Each one of us will have to face days of crisis in our lives, days that will change everything. But we are called to prepare for those days, not with fear, but with gratitude. It is only fair to look at all of life. The best way to prepare for the crisis that is to come is to be thankful for the blessings of today. The Son of Man is coming at a time you least expect. I suppose the best way to prepare for that is to be like Carol, thankful for the blessings of this day and all the days of our life.